You're listening to Seeking Change, the podcast where industry collaborates on eco-efficient minerals and made possible by our visionary sponsors. In today's episode, Seek CEO Alison Keogh interviews Brian Reardon, Technical Director Processing at Tech Resources Limited, and Seek Director. Brian shares why he chose to join the board of Seek and the value that Seek brings to leading change in industry. He also shares his vision for the next three years, 2030 and 2050, with net zero and ESG commitments. Well, hi, Brian. It's really great to have you join us. Brian Redden is um, a SEEK director based in Alberta, Canada, and he's joining us today to share his views around SEEK and what we do. Um, Brian, tell us your view about SEEK, why you got involved and what you feel its importance is to industry. Thanks, Alison. Uh, glad to be involved. Um, I've gotten involved because I felt that SEEK was in the position to help the industry collaborate on the, this important topic. I mean, how can we complete the action of comminution in a more eco-efficient way? So I think you've got the right mix of sponsors and the right uh, group involved in, in trying to drive the conversation forward um, and the right uh, communication tools to be able to make a difference to the industry. So what do you think is SEEK's greatest value? You know, what, what is its unique position and what value does it bring to industry? Yeah, for me, it's about the forum of uh, the, the ability to interact with uh, like-minded folks across the industry, but not just operators or vendors, but pretty much across the gamut as far as different people involved in the industry trying to trying to improve our, uh, our eco-efficient practices. Um, for me, it's all about the collaborative tools we have available. What impact can SEEK have if we really work together across the industry and across miners, vendors and community? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a few ways to look at it. I guess I'd say that the, um, the collaboration in itself is quite valuable, just those interactions, whether they're formal or informal, um, but also the available uh, tools as far as both the technical papers and the library associated with specifically eco-efficient combination, that's um, a pretty critical tool to have access to. Um, and also some of the work in the past around the, the energy curves, um, which allow operators to understand um, where do they sit when it comes to uh, measuring against their peers? Are we as efficient? And if we're not, what are the ways that we could uh, do to improve our performance on that curve? So energy curves are a way to really help benchmark and see, you know, really reflect and see where a site sits and look at opportunities to improve towards more eco-efficient practices. Another important aspect, I think, is um, in order to accelerate the, the movement of eco-efficient practices, we do need to talk and interact and have these discussions. Um, a small group in a bubble, it will take forever to actually move things forward. So just the ability to collaborate and to be able to um, have these different discussions is uh, key to accelerating the advancement of the industry when it comes to eco-efficient combination. So Brian, what do you reckon SEEK has achieved in um, its first 10 years since it formed in 2011? Uh, yeah, I think there's a few key components we can really look back at and, and celebrate. One is the just the network that's been developed across the, uh, the worldwide industry, um, trying to understand uh, different challenges in this space. It's critical to have that network you can reach out to. I've met people that, quite frankly, I wouldn't have met in any other forum, um, and it's been quite valuable. Um, technically, 
I mean, there's been this huge range of effort, uh, everything from um, sort of circuit design and benchmarking of, of energy usage across different circuits, um, trying to figure out smarter blasting and ore sorting. And there's a, a lot of different technical work that is done obviously outside of SEEK, but SEEK has helped to um, collaborate and, and communicate that information towards the, uh, the broader industry. Okay, so turning to the future um, industry and SEEK's role, what's your vision for industry in the next three years by 2030 and by 2050? What are your thoughts? I mean, pretty big question, but I would say in the next three years, um, just furthering our benchmarking and understanding of what technologies are, are available to us um, off the shelf. When we look out at 2030 and 2050, um, I think we'll have to think about what technologies will be on the shelf at that point um, and really start thinking about how we're going to design and implement those into our future plants. Um, mining is not going to go away. Comminution is not going to go away but we do have to continue to strive towards more eco-efficient processes um, to reduce our environmental footprint. Um, if we look all the way out to 2050, I, I would imagine we'd be focused on, on some more complex uh, types of processing where we really understand the renewable versus non-renewable energy use. Um, can we look at processing that, that focuses on, you know, doesn't have to be 24-7 all of the time. Maybe it's something that is runoff renewable energy when it's available um, and understanding that that's a very different way to think and maybe SEEK has a way to, to help out on that front, so. What's next for SEEK? What do you see the potential? I think that SEEK uh, really needs to continue its collaboration side. I mean, uh, we need to be out in the forefront and we need to find new ways to force, for want of a better word, these conversations uh, to make sure that when the opportunity comes in front of people that are making decisions, that they understand what are the options out there that are available to them. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to just do the same thing you did 10 or 15 or 20 years ago, but in order to make a different decision, you need to have a different amount of background information to do that. And I think that's part of what SEEK's role's role needs to be in the future. So ESG is now a critical expectation by investors, shareholders, communities, and it's really being taken seriously by mining executives. What do you think we need to do to drive that through uh, sharing of best practices and other means? Clearly ESG investment is, is a growing topic. Um, we see a lot of mining companies um, making uh, carbon neutrality type commitments. Um, those are often the 2030 to 2050 time, time frame, but um, obviously very important to these companies if they're going to be putting in the time and effort uh, to, to transition their operations into a, a carbon neutral um, environment. So it's important to our investors, it's important to our employees, and it's important to our communities. So why join SEEK? Why should people come on board to contribute ideas, papers, and why should they join as a sponsor? So on the contributor side, I mean, it, we communicate in order to spread information and spread value. And, and you can only do that with an audience. So SEEK does bring a pretty broad worldwide audience um, to this knowledge and information. And on the flip side, that's why you probably would want to be a sponsor. I mean, you're, you can be um, involved in these conversations. You can have access to the technical information that flows through SEEK. Um, and ultimately, you can be part of that conversation. It's pretty critical that our industry continue to evolve and continue to learn. And I think SEEK's a, 
a pretty vital part of that. So what are the opportunities for industry? I mean, there there's a, a gamut of them. Um, there's opportunities to learn and to come up with better operating practices that can shave a few uh, uh, kilowatts or even megawatts off our operating energy loads, so costs and footprint. Um, longer term, there's the ability to actually drive change towards um, <clears throat> different technologies that, that can be our pl the plants of our future that ultimately can um, to lead to even more transformative change on the way we use energy to, um, to do combination. So one other opportunity is, um, I mean, ore sorting is something that, that has been fairly new and fairly fresh the last few years. Um, and I think we're kind of at a point where we need to really understand the applicability to the deposit and, and what's the right fit for the operation at hand. Um, I think there's a lot of learning to do in that space yet. I still think there's a lot to be done, but ultimately if we don't have to grind or crush material, um, it's inherently quite a bit more energy efficient just to uh, leave it in a waste rock pile. So um, most efficient combination is one you don't have to do at all. So the earlier you sort the material you don't want from the valuable material, the earlier you can reject that material and really transformatively improve your energy emissions and water, right? Yeah, and it's it's all about getting back to the um, the mining phase and understanding what is the heterogeneity of the deposit and how can we work outside of just the mineral processing plant to actually reduce the overall amount of energy used in a, a process, which typically means working hand in hand with the geologists and the mining engineers and the geotechnical engineers and the operations people to make sure that we aren't um, spending our valuable energy and water um, on material that simply doesn't make economic sense. So how can we support our uh, mining industry leaders to be really well informed to make the best decisions for eco-efficient minerals in the future? Uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, uh, our leaders, they depend on the, the technical experts to, to flow the information up to them. Um, I, I think the key is that uh, we need to get the right information, the right technical information in the technical experts' hands. And then the internal communication methods within companies will, will I'm sure, take it from there. Um, the senior leaders in, in, I think, most of these companies in the industry, they will be looking at their their technical teams to understand what what are the options out there, and we uh, we have a duty to make sure that information is presented upwards. Um, if the right information is in hand, the right decisions are going to get made. So we got the right technical solutions, but some of them are new, and that incurs some risk. So how do technical professionals present, um, you know, articulate the better business case and manage those risks for the decision makers to feel more confident to invest in those eco-efficient minerals uh, changes that are needed? Well, I think uh, to be blunt, we have to accept the fact that we have to talk about risk. Um, we can't be overly optimistic or overly pessimistic, but I mean, People deal with risk all the time, whether it's economic risk or community risk or technical risk. So this is not a novel concept, but I think sometimes as technical experts, we tend to gloss over it. And you know, this is this great new shiny thing. And oh yeah, it's gonna work. Well, no, it, it might not. And we have to be open about that. Um, I do think that our industry is willing to take risks. Um, 
I think in reality, smaller plants and smaller mines will probably be able to take some of those risks earlier than some of the larger, you know, multi-billion dollar plant decisions. But um, I think everybody has to talk about risk, just like we're talking about dollars and cents. So the early adopters, if they publish and share knowledge through SEEK or through industry conferences, that's going to be great help, right? Oh, well, sure. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, every company has its sort of different uh, view on what's pr proprietary and not, but I do think the mining industry as a whole does share more than a lot of other industries. And I think that's, again, one of the big values that SEEK can, uh, can bring to the table is we can help facilitate those sharing conversations. Thanks for listening and we hope you found value and ideas from this episode. Your voice can also help us to expand the conversation and actions around eco-efficient mineral processing. So if you enjoyed the podcast, please give us a positive rating or even write a quick review on Google or Apple iTunes. If you'd like to stay informed and involved, you can tap into our free resources at our website, seekthefuture.org. That's C-E-E-C, thefuture.org. You can subscribe to our monthly Seek News, which also lets you know new podcasts, videos and events. And you can join our visionary sponsors. Just email admin at seekthefuture.org. Thank you.